The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Boy, oh boy. Um, an earthquake in central Alberta today and another one in Ottawa. Ah, they're very funny. <laughs> you got there before I could. Yeah, a couple yeah. of rumblings that uh, got people's attention over the so weekend. So let's eh? take a quick look at this. You've been hearing about it. Uh, there was an earthquake uh, centered, uh, about a, they said, about a kilometer below the surface uh, by uh, Sylvan Lake. Uh, the largest quake ever recorded in that area. It was about, a, what, a 4.6. Yeah. There'd been other ones, like 84, 97, 2001. They were all about uh, 4.0. The Alberta Energy Regulator had confirmed that there was fracking activity in the area that morning, but they can't confirm that the fracking qua- caused the quake. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real damage, nothing like that, but a number of people startled this morning when uh, that went down. Yeah, and then this, a number of people <laughs> startled, startled by it as well, and you heard it on our news just a moment ago, Honor, the Honourable uh, Jane Philpott resigning from Cabinet. And I know that Oy. you know not everybody knows the names of all the Cabinet Ministers or what they all do, but she, take my word for it, she's a highly respected uh, cabinet minister. She's one of the most senior ministers in the Trudeau government, highly respected, recently uh, uh, shuffled in as uh, the Treasury Board president to replace Scott Bryson. That whole movement when Scott Bryson left to go to another gig has, uh, you know, just the dominoes are falling. She is also a friend of Jody Wilson-Raybould. That's right. So, um... I mean, you know, it's... And it's, her comments, yeah. right? I mean, basically, listen, she's echoing she, the sentiments of a lot of Canadians that she just feels that this was this is not right, what's happened with Lavalin, and that um, she she feels that it usurps yep. uh, justice in the country, and she, she wants to continue to serve as a yep, member of absolutely. Parliament and as a Liberal member of Parliament, but she simply cannot be a member of yep. Cabinet. And she actually, it's it's interesting to see, we often use the term here, a peek behind the curtain. It's yeah. often, it's, it's interesting to see if you read her entire open letter to the Prime Minister, which you can see everywhere, including our website, um, she explains one of the duties of a cabinet minister is to defend other cabinet ministers and to defend the actions of the Prime Minister. And what she's saying is, I can't do that. Given what's happened. Given what's happened. So, A minister must always be prepared to defend other ministers publicly, must speak in support of the government and its policies, given this convention. And the current circumstances, it is untenable for me to continue to serve as a cabinet minister. And she goes on to say, I've lost confidence in how the government has dealt with this matter and how it has responded to the issue raised and she said she must abide by core values, her ethical responsibilities and constitutional obligations. There can be a cost to acting on one's principles, but there's a bigger cost, she says, to abandoning them. So, yeah, this one is, uh, it's a its a biggie. And so we'll see what uh, happens as things continue to shake down in Ottawa on this one. I think the Prime Minister in PEI today, and I saw something on uh, social media <laughs> saying, oh, and Trudeau thought that the snowstorm in PEI was his, uh, you know, his, his <laughs> yeah. biggest worry today. No, not at all. So so, Do you know, so I saw so this. It'll be news. fascinating to see what happens next. Yeah, well, for because sure. Butts and um, and uh, um, the other person, Warnick, mm-hmm. are supposed to appear Wednesday in front of the justice That's right. committee. So again, that will have uh, some impact, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I don't know the answer to this, and I only learned of this uh, resignation as I got into work this afternoon. But what I want to look into. And if anybody knows the answer, I mean, we don't have all the answers. Is there any, uh, prior to the next federal, federal election, is there a leadership convention at all for the Liberals? Because this seems like, you know, in in uh, Parliament, a non-confidence vote, when, you know, enough of Parliament believes 
or votes down any bill, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. or any motion, that causes non-confidence, yeah. which ca- which triggers an election. And that's not going to happen in this case. Uh, I'm, pa- you know, of course. Well, the Liberals hold the majority, so exactly. Yeah. So the idea of usually it's when there's a minority government yeah. propping up yeah. a, a or, or you know somebody propping up a minority government. But my question is, is there enough dissension among Liberal ranks that they would? at least want to take a look and give the Prime Minister another mandate. Like I said, this is what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks. You've got some high profile, you know, not the least of which is the former Attorney General and now uh, Jane Philpott. You've got some senior people Mm -hmm. saying they don't support the actions of the Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. So that's not enough to bring a government down, but it is enough, it could be enough to trigger another look at leadership. So that should, that's very interesting, and the timing's very bad if you're a liberal. Well, I mean, election in October. Right. And I don't think they have time for that. I don't think, they, I, I don't think it's part of their mandate. I don't think they have time, but I, I bet you it gets talked about. Oh, I suspect it's being talked about. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Without a doubt, it is being talked about. So. You know what? Can I just say this? Mm. And then you can criticize me all you want out there. That, I don't. I don't believe that's going to happen. And and if it were to happen, I I, I would assume that that uh, Justin Trudeau would have the support to continue on as leader. But if it were if it were to happen and he weren't to continue on as leader, or for whatever reason if it were, were he to resign, mm-hmm. does that not give us three leaders that nobody cares about? And there, I just said it. Three leaders with no real oh, at profile the fe- at, the at the federal, federal level, level. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I try mean, try asking any individual on the street who the three leaders are. I mean, for, for Andrew Scheer, um, this was probably the the best boost to for, for him right now. And, um, you know, he's being criticized for calling for the resignation immediately because when that doesn't happen, you yeah. know, it's, you know, you don't really right. have anywhere to you go from wolf, there. Basically, yeah. um, That's like going but, to the manager at the restaurant before you complain to the waitress. Yeah, you, you yeah. Know? So, you know, but, you know... Andrew Shear, I mean, we've had him on the show. He's he's called in and and talked to us, and um, I, I still. Ah, are you voting for the party? You're voting for the leader. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, the other part of it there, though, too, right? And I think that. Um, I think Andrew Shear still has a, a long way to go with you know being in front of the camera, speaking, yeah. all of that sort of stuff, and um, Jagmeet Singh saying is, you know. Yeah, I, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's the thing when you talk about are you voting for the leader or voting for the party? Uh-huh. Because in the case of uh, Philpott, for example, and I totally get where she's coming from, she wants to remain as a liberal uh-huh. MP because she believes in what the party that's stands right. for, but yeah. she has perhaps lost confidence in its leader. That's right. And and I think that's true of many voters as yeah. well. And and oftentimes, if you're not, say, a liberal, we'll just say it in this case, you're a, you're a true blue conservative mm-hmm. Alberta a boy or a girl, and you're like, that's it, you know, we should get rid of the whole party. Um, that's never enough for the base to turn. It, the base goes, well, we still believe in the party, that's though. Right. We believe in its principles. Mm-hmm. We're, we're questioning the leadership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, now questioning the leadership can have an impact on an election, of course, right? So. You know what? And you know, on a provincial, when you start to, even at the provincial election, which will be you know coming any time now. <laughs> Come on, get on with it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you look at at that as well and go, okay, where where your choices is the UCP, NDP, mm-hmm. um, Alberta Party. Does the Alberta Party have a, a big enough? Um, is it is it garnering enough uh, enough of your attention for it to be a to be a player in this election? I, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I would, li- I would like it to. 
I, I, I would really like it to. I would like to have, you know, three or four strong parties. Sure. You know, going into this next I, I would almost like to have an all-star team. Yeah, if, right? If, right? Because here's <laughs> the thing. How perfect would that be? Yeah, because we're, we're off the air at 3.30 today to make way for the City Ford Face-Off show, right? We're taking on Buffalo. So I can say things like this and not put up with the grief all afternoon. I don't know how I'm going to vote. Uh, mm. um, but if you were to tell me that Rachel Notley was the new leader of the UCP, she's got my vote. I, I like her as a premier. I don't like everything the NDP stands for. I like what the UCP in general stands for. I don't like their leader. And I know that that can't mm-hmm. happen, will never mm-hmm. happen. But you, you start to think about all-stars. It, it's like when um, the PCs got voted out in the first place. And you sit and go, well, wait a second. We just lost Heather Klemchuk. We just mm-hmm. lost, you know, you start going through the MPs who did terrific work for Alberta and say, well, we lost all of them, though. You know, and it, it, it's too bad that it it almost can't be. And I, and I mean, it almost wasn't of the PCs an all-star because it was nothing but PCs, right? But, and, and this can never be, but you kind of go, well, I really like the what that minister was doing with human <laughs> services. And I yeah. like what that minister yeah. was doing, you know. Is there any way they can stick around? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I learned a long time ago about voting, and I had the conversation with my dad about, you know, do you vote for the person, you vote for the party? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you really have to think about that because you can really, really like the person um, and and not align with the party or, or vice versa, right? So you really have to think about Think about that. Yeah, I would add to your dad's, uh, you know, I would answer your dad's uh, or question with, uh, you vote the way you want to vote, but for sure, vote. Well, and that's that's the, the big one, too. And people say, oh, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, know, whatever. Well, spoil my ballot. But it's, yeah. been, it's been fascinating. Uh, politics, you know, when I moved um, when I moved out here in, in 2000 and up until, what, just how many years ago now? I mean, of course, the, you know, the stronghold Tory government and, and Ralph Klein in there for, you know, and he made things interesting interesting let's you know let's be fair he made things interesting as well but in the last 10 years oh my gosh you know alberta politics uh is just wild it's it's, oh, been, wild. it's... it's been wild to to watch and it's been <laughs> wild to see what's happened and yeah what's happened like let's be you real know, it was it, the titanic hitting the iceberg was less shocking than what happened a few years back because this was a boring province for politics uh, 43 years of pc mm-hmm. it, it, you know and i used to joke all the time that in Alberta you can elect a liberal. He just has to run or he she just has to run as a, as a conservative. <laughs> but you know, then everything changed. And with the Wild Rose and the floor crossings mm-hmm. and then the then you know everything the NDP with government the and all. Oh. Sky Palace and the planes and Do you know what happened? It turned into a democracy. <laughs> what? I know and nobody saw that coming. Thanks for joining us. This is Jalen and Andrew, uh, the Honorable Jane uh, Philpot uh, saying okay so yeah, she's got to resign as a member of cabinet. Um, so another big um, <clears throat> blow to the Trudeau government. Another, and we just another just, dent in the armor, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so we just kind of got to, you know, just, you know, shooting the breeze on, on this one. Jeff has called in. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Good. Good. What's going on? Well, I'm, every time I hear a media personality talk about politics, most of the time it, it centers, it, it eventually, at least, at least they touch on this one subject about uh, the um, the charm and the, uh, uh, the the media presence of a leader. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of the problems with our politics is that as voters, as media, uh, uh, and the media in general, they tend to 
they tend to focus in on those people. And these are people who have spent all of their time being charming and having good presence and giving good speeches and everything. And I would suggest to you that uh, it may be the wrong direction to go. Uh, it's not the priority. If the person happens to be charming, if the person happens to be a good orator, uh, that's great. But give me a policy wonk any day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna, let, let's just go back and clarify, though. Uh-huh. First of all, we're talk show hosts, so we're <laughs> supposed to have an opinion. But secondly, I'm not talking about it. I don't care if anybody's charming or not charming or if I like what they look like in selfies. None of that matters to me at all. When I talk about, personally, when I talk about the lack of presence of a leader, I'm not talking about how well they delivered a speech or what they look like in a clip. Uh, I'm talking about substance. I I mean, can you can you give me a brief description of what each of the leaders of parties in Canada stands for, what their core values are? Yeah, pretty much. I can. Okay, tell uh, me what, tell me what the in NDP... Regards to, yeah. uh, in regards to what you just said, if that were the case, if people were adopting your idea uh, mm-hmm. where there's a leader of substance, how is it possible that Justin Trudeau is our leader of our country? No, the no, no. Is, be, I'll tell you how it's possible because I don't cast all the votes. I cast one, same okay, as you. But the guy is half a mile wide and half an inch deep. Yeah, but listen, you can't blame, you can't, I'm obviously not a Trudeau fan, you're not, so you can't blame Trudeau being elected on my philosophy. I'm telling you as an individual what I look for in the leader of a party. I have one vote, same as you. Yeah, but what it is, is it's, it's the narrative that's being spun here. It's not just your opinion, it's the collective narrative that we have to have someone that looks good. That is not forgettable. I never said they had to look good. And Andrew Shear is quite a, a distinguished guy. What I was saying on that front is I think Andrew Shear still has a long way to become a better public speaker. And I do, For sure. And I do believe presence and, and being a good public speaker is important in a politician. Well, That's it's my important. opinion. It's well, important in any leader. Yeah. The pilot of a plane comes exactly. on at the beginning of the flight and goes, what are all these no. buttons doing? You know, yeah. I mean, you want a guy with confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Or a girl? Yeah, but... Okay, look, all of that is important, but the most important thing is policy. Okay. It's always been, always I don't think working. we're arguing with you no, on that one, at all. Look, we've had so many leaders in this world today in the last 20 years that have had incredible media presence, and their policies are utter I think it's terminology that's hanging you up here. When I say when I say I want a leader of substance, I'm not talking about a pretty leader. I'm talking well, about a, a leader with depth. About. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but there are so many leaders that have ended up having failed states. Uh, Hugo Chavez. Uh, we have uh, uh, the Fidel Castro and his brother. These guys are, you know, are were had incredible media presence, and what did they end up with? absolute utter failures of our state and i think the focus has to be back on policy not on how they say it not on how they present it and unfortunately that is not what is happening nowadays we well, are having- well here's the good news and we're up against the news here but here's the good news what? for all the damage that you think we did by giving our opinion we just balanced it with yours <laughs> so there we go i don't think you guys gave damage i'm th- i'm calling you guys up because you brought up something that is uh, it has been repeated over and over by dozens and dozens of different entities whether it is okay you're only you know uh, you're right. You're only a tiny little sliver of the entire picture. I'm just bringing in this other idea that maybe we are, you know, while giving 
a really good speech is great and having good presence is really great. It's not nearly the most important thing. And I'm glad we were able to give you the platform to say that. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. And you know what, as far as as I'm concerned, uh, Justin Trudeau needs to work on that as well. Yeah, a lot of Oz. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.